In the 8th century when the Kola Empire was in its pinnacle under Mar Jataraja Vihayalaya I, a general named Nilaman was blessed with a son who was destined to be great. He named his son Nilan and trained him in all the martial arts. When Nilan turned 15, he was inducted in the Imperial Kola Army. He won many battles for the Kola Empire against the Pandayas, Kadambas, Rashtrakutas, Shalukyas and the Cheras. He even won over the Pallava dynasty by offering his emperor's daughter to the Pallavan king Nandavarman II Pallavamala and gained his friendship to the Kola Empire. Pleased by his military prowess, the king bestowed upon him the title of Parakalan or Slayer of Foes, made him a general and gave away the province of Tirumangai Nadu or Alinadu to Nilan and asked him to rule as a vassal. Nilan accepted the offer and ruled as a virtuous king. In Tirumangai Nadu, there lived a maiden named Kumadhavai who was considered a celestial maiden. She was born at a place called Tiruvalakalam in Tirumangai Nadu and was found as a baby in a lotus pond. When she came of age, news spread about her beauty like wildfire. King Nilan was impressed by her beauty and went to her parents to ask for her hand. The girl laid down two conditions before him. The first one was that she would marry only a Sri Vaishnava and second that he would have to feed 1,000 devotees every day for one year. The king was so awestruck by her beauty that he acceded to her conditions and married Kamudavali. He went to Thirunarayar and was initiated into the Sri Vaishnava fold by the deity Thirunarayar Nambi. After that he began feeding 1,000 devotees daily. After six months passed he faced a financial crisis. At that point, he held a meet with his ministers. His ministers suggested that he use the funds that were to be paid to the empire as tax. He agreed to this and utilized the tax funds for his noble purpose. When the Kola emperor heard of this, he ordered his army to capture King Nilan. When the army of the emperor attacked, King Nilan defeated them. After the defeat, the emperor decided to capture King Nilan by guile and invited him to his palace. When King Nilan went, he was captured and imprisoned in a temple. For two days he was in prison. On the second night, the Lord appeared in his dream and instructed him to collect a treasure from the bed of the river Vigavadi at Kanchipuram and settle his dues to the emperor. The king immediately set off to Kanchipuram and dug up the treasure and paid the dues to the Kola emperor. When the emperor came to know of the noble deeds that King Nilan had done, he apologized and returned the tax money and gave a grant from his treasury to the king. The king once again began feeding the devotees and he completed five months in this way. Again when he faced a financial crisis, he became a highway robber and began robbing people and used their belongings to feed the devotees. This way, he passed an entire month after which the one-year period got over. One day, Lord Vishnu and Goddess Lakshmi came in the guise of a newly married couple and were waylaid by King Nilan who robbed them of all the jewels. While robbing the jewels, the king noticed a toe ring worn by the groom and yanked it out by biting it with his teeth leading to the groom calling him Kali's strong one. After putting all the robbed jewels in the bag, the king tried to lift it but he was unable to do so. On seeing this, he furiously asked the couple as to what spell had been placed on the bag. On hearing this, the groom whispered and said Kalia, strong one, come closer and I'll tell you the spell. As the king lent his ear, the groom whispered the spell with eight syllables, Ashtakshara Mantra. On hearing this, the king transformed into a saint and was blessed with the divine darshan of the Almighty. After this, the saint visited 86 temples from Badrinath in the north to Rameshwaram in the south and Muktinath in the east to Dvarka in the west on his horse Adalma. Soon his name and fame spread across places. At Sirkari, 
Thuryunyana Sambhanhar, an ardent devotee of Lord Shiva challenged the poetic abilities of the saint by asking him to compose a chariot poem on Lord Vishnu as he had done to Lord Shiva. Sambhanhar laid down a condition to the saint that if the former one the saint would have to give up all his poetic tiles to him and if the latter one he could retain his titles. The saint accepted the challenge and created a similar chariot poem in praise of Lord Vishnu. Impressed by this Sambhanhar gifted his spear which he had won after winning against Buddhist scholars at Badrinath. The saint graciously accepted the spear. Similarly the saint won many debates against Shaivist, Buddhist, Jain and atheist scholars. The saint had composed six prabandhas which are considered as the six angas of the Veda. The six angas of Vedas are Siksha phonetics, Shandameter, Vyakarana grammar, Narukta etymology, Jatisha astrology and Kalpa ritual. After that, he went on a tour of his kingdom and patronized the building of temples. During one such visit, he went to Sri Rangam and was saddened by the dilapidated state of the temple. The king went and requested the wealthy men to donate for building a temple. Drunk with arrogance the wealthy men snubbed the king outrightly and refused to donate. Angered by the arrogance of the rich men, the king decided to become a bandit and build the temple by stealing money from the rich. The king had four henchmen whose names were Nirmal Natapan, one who could walk on water, Toza Vazakan, one who was filled with guile, Kalayat Huvan, one who could unlock a lock by blowing on it, and Nizalil Maryavan, one who could turn invisible, and also a dancing horse called Adalma. He used his four henchmen and created an army of bandits. The bandits used to rob in the night and during the day, the temple would be built. One day when the king was facing a financial crisis while building the temple, a spy came and told him of a rich Buddhist pagoda filled with contraptions. On hearing about this, the king set out to rob the pagoda. When he reached there, he asked Nirmal Natapan to cross the moat and open the drawbridge. Once Nirmal Natapan reached the drawbridge operating office, he asked Toza Vazakin to distract the officers so that he could open the drawbridge. After distracting the guard, the drawbridge was opened and the bandits were let in. After that, the bandits encountered a complicated lock. Talayukhuvan blew open the lock and let the bandits enter the treasure room. Inside the treasure room, the bandits saw a revolving discus contraption which was solved by placing banana stems on all sides of the discus thus stopping the revolution. After that, the bandits were asked to loot the place while the king went into the Vihara Buddhist Sanctum Sanctorum, to steal the Buddha statue. Again the Buddha was filled with contraptions which were neutralized by Nizalil Maryavan who invisibly caught hold of the Buddha. After that, the group left the pagoda and as dawn approached, they buried and hid their booty in an open field. When the farmer of the field came to sow his paddy, the king argued with the farmer that the field was his ancestral property. To this the farmer counter-argued and asked the king to show the documents of the land to prove that it was his possession. The king told that he could bring the documents the next day to which the farmer and the villagers agreed. Once night fell, the king and the bandits dug up the field and ran away with their booty. By melting the Buddha statue, the king was able to build bastions, towers and high walls to protect the temple from foreign invasions. Pleased with his services, Lord Ranganatha appeared in front of him and offered him a boon. The king requested for Namaswar's verses to be considered equivalent to the Vedas and the idol of Namaswar be brought from Aswar Thirunagari to Srirangam for ten days. The Lord granted his wish. Even today the festival exists in the Srirangam temple and the ten days before Vakunda Ekadashi are known as Bhagalpathu and the ten days after Vakunda Ekadashi are known as Urapathu. First ten days, the hymns of all the Aswars except Namaswar are sung. Next ten days from Vaikta Ekadashi, the 1,000 hymns of Namaswar are sung. 
After building the temple, the bandits who had helped build the temple began demanding for their share in the money. One night, the Lord told Nalan to send the bandits to the northern covery where a treasure lay hidden. The next day, the king told about the hidden treasure to the bandits, and sent Nirmal Nadapan to escort them to the place. Since it was raining, the river was in spate. When they reached the northern covery, the boat capsized and the bandits died at that place naming it Kalidam. Nirmal Nadapan returned and gave this news to Nilan. After that Nilan went with Kumadhavai to Thurakarangudi in southeast Tamil Nadu where he attained the supreme abode. Can you guess who the general turned, king turned, bandit turned, saint was? He was Thurumangayaswar, the twelfth and the last Vaishnavite saint of Tamil Nadu. He is considered to be the incarnation of Saranga, the bow of Lord Vishnu.